Host Nige at uh, at Koala's Lament, and a good friend of mine, my buddy Balls. Good evening. And uh, so we thought we'd um, you know throw our throw our voices out there and you know see what people thought. It's time to be heard. Uh, have a have a bit of fun. Yeah, I think. And. Um, yeah, you know, we've been we've been talking about doing stuff for a while, so we thought we might, you know, give this a crack. So, uh, we're just kicking in the lounge room, uh, having a couple of beers. Yeah, well, it's exciting stuff, really. I mean, I always love coming out to Koala's Lament. Uh, <laughs> Everybody never, does. I never know what strange farm animal is going to greet me at the gate <laughs> and start trying to eat the shirt off my back. Yeah. Um, but um, no, I love it out here, and uh, it's nice to be back, Nige. And uh, you know, how's the family and all that? <laughs> yeah, they're all right. They're all right. They're um, well, you know, they're pretty crazy. I mean, um, you know, the kids are running wild. Bloody kids these oh, days. <laughs> yeah. They were. I know they were on your case when you rocked up. Yeah, so, well. Yeah. The kids just love me, don't they? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Push me on the swing! Come on, you fucker! <laughs> like, yep, all right. I just, I cop, you know, 10 minutes of it, and I think, Jesus, you have this all the time. Mm. But, um, no, it's good to be good to be back out here, you know, and, uh, you know, it's good to be back in regional New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, we're the salt of the earth out here, mate. Oh, yeah. Shit. This is where it gets done. <laughs> Writing checks and breaking necks, as you always told me. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, uh, I mean, I don't know if now's a good time to point out that we have just attempted this podcast three or four times <laughs> and failed over the last couple of hours. So we're a few beers in now oh, no. because uh, we've just attempted recording this three or four times. And at the last break... I mean, being relative newbies to this, as we are, Nigel, I mean, you've mm. done a few, but I'm, I'm a total virgin to the whole podcast thing. Um, Mind you, I'm just, a, I'm, I'm just a guest. You're a bit of a debutante. <laughs> <laughs> I've never fucking recorded shit. You know, your porno would be called Pod Debutante, <laughs> starring Nigel. <laughs> Mine would be Pod Virgin, so that's even worse. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I have enjoyed them myself, and uh, we wanted to contribute. But we did fail the last three times attempting to record this. So we've got, I mean, in the DVD extras, you can, like, listen to the three first failed attempts. One only got down about a minute because, it, well, less than that, because it was only got eight bars in. <laughs> and I'd just like to point out to you, if you're wondering what all this drivel is, that we made, a, we made an executive decision at the end of the last one that... 
Perhaps what we need at the beginning is a little bit of banter, you know, the whole getting to know you shit, which comes quite naturally to us usually, but I'm struggling a bit now. Yeah. So it's just gone Christmas. How, um, how'd your Christmas go? Yeah, it was good. I mean, I, uh, got a couple of ukuleles from my mum's godchildren and, uh... You got a couple? Well, there's two of them, so I got them one each. Oh, I thought you thought the godchildren gave you... Oh, no, I gave them a couple of ukuleles. They didn't give me fucking anything, yeah. I think. Ungrateful little shits. <laughs> <laughs> there I am, you know, giving them instruments, trying to enhance their lives, you know. But um, I gave my little yeah. brother a uh, Al Green CD, which I have right here, yeah. that I know you're excited by. I mean, I just have to look at the man and I, I start to get agitated <laughs> but, uh, man's never worn a shirt especially ever. there <laughs> well, he's grinning at you but um just a shirt and tight slacks yeah well you know flared slacks but that's because he doesn't need anything encumbering him because he's gonna love you whether times are good or bad or happy or sad <laughs> you know yeah. Um, so we can't have any clothing getting in the way. No. But, um, yeah, no, it was good. I mean, um, I can't say it was a particularly eventful Christmas. Mm. So. A few old friends from the neighbourhood who have been living over in, let's just say, a foreign country for a long time uh, have come back to visit. And we caught up and we walked through the old neighbourhood and we walked past this street on the way to the little tavern pub. I'm not going to say where it was, but it was somewhere on the south side. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we walked through this street and me and my mate were chatting away and then we heard, are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Yeah. Okay. Well, t- please don't think this is gratuitous. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've dropped this a few is, anyway. Oh, this is a direct quote, all right? <laughs> we're walking down the street and then we heard, Fuck you, girl! Fucking fuck you, girl! Fuck you! Emanating from this house that had a massive Cronulla Sharks poster in the window. <laughs> and uh, you couldn't see in, the others were boarded up. And then I heard a woman's voice going, You fucking dead cunt! <laughs> and then I heard, Amp! And then we didn't hear anything else. Shit. And we went, Shit. And then... Knowing this particular cul-de-sac as we do, we didn't investigate further, but I feel kind of bad that we didn't do that now, because mm. maybe we should have knocked on the door. We didn't really involve ourselves, uh, but yeah, it was good. Um, mm. How was yours? Probably more, much more manic than mine, because there were kids around and stuff, more yeah. kids. Yeah, mine was, um, it was a little bit chaotic. We did the usual, like, get up at, you know, 5.30 a.m., I think me and the missus, like, we pretty much passed out of the couch on, like, Christmas Eve, watching telly, and then, you know, I'd been, um, I'd probably had a couple of beers, so I was, I was a bit friendly at the time, but, um, yeah, you know, the kids, kids run in, and they're just, like, screaming and jumping up and down, and I'm like, fucking hell, I haven't even, like, got their, you know, their special, like, Santa present ready <laughs> because, because you know, I got sort of half shit faced and ended up just sitting on the couch and watching telly. Oh, and um, but you know, it was all right. Like I um, look, I don't want to say you're a bad father, Nigel, but but you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but like so, we, but, you know, it was okay. I mean, we got um, you know, we had 
still, you know, heaps of presents around the tree. And so, like, the kids are um, going crazy and they're, like, you know, running over and opening up presents and stuff. And the um, the youngest, she, um, she's got no concept of labels oh, on anything. Okay. So, so to her, every present is just like, well, that's mine. That's That'll be your present. <laughs> I'll take this one. <laughs> so she's on a one for me, one for you system. She doesn't want to listen to the man <laughs> telling her, trying to keep her down. Yeah. I, I can respect that. And I'm just like, you know, the enforcer just going, no, that's not yours. That's your sister's. And her sister's standing there. She, she, she can read. <laughs> she's saying, no, that's mine. Get your hands off my present. <laughs> she's like, fuck you and your book learning. <laughs> So, um, there was, you know, the usual anger as soon as they open up a present that's, that Jeez. has socks in it. Ah, uh, socks. You know. Well, the, the little one, she doesn't care. She just opens up anything and just goes, yay. Well, I've turned a corner, man. I just, I mean, you just made me think of this. I must have turned a corner because I can remember getting socks. God, are we degenerating into this? Are we degenerating into the same shit that funny cunts have been saying for many, many years? But I can yeah. remember getting... I can remember getting socks for Christmas. I'm not liking it. <laughs> Which is true. Anyway, this year, I got a, one of my presents uh, from my dear mum was socks and underwear. Mm. And I went, thank fuck. Because <laughs> I don't know where the fuck most of my socks and underwear have gone into yeah. the void. And a few of them have been completely destroyed by my dryer because I can't be fucked hanging them out and I, I want to, you know, fuck the earth. You know, I don't like the ozone layer. Yeah. Piss it off anyway, I say. They're probably hanging from, like, various <laughs> ceiling fans <laughs> around town. <laughs> Son of a bitch is dug in like an Alabama tick. You're hit. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. I don't know if I've actually told you this story yet so if I haven't then well why not share it with the world <laughs> okay but um um alright so I have to omit certain parts of this to protect yeah. the innocent but um <laughs> a little while back I don't know about you but well I don't get to the doctor much and uh I don't take fantastically good care of my health but you know I've I'll do my best but I had work suddenly slow down for me a bit earlier in the year yeah and uh, I saw this as an opportunity to like oh yeah I should go to the doctor I've had like you know itchy scalp or whatever and you know I've computer- I like to go there with three things usually at least three problems <laughs> to try to get my money's worth out of it because it's like <laughs> fuck and usually I don't have to look for three things it's just like I haven't been for so long more than yeah. a year so three things have developed and I've just been living with him for a while. Anyway, um, I'll get to the three things. But so I, I go, I go to the quack and uh, I, I, you know, make a, make a time and I, go, I rock up and my regular doctor, it seems, had left the practice and was no longer there. So I, uh, you know, I went, oh, okay, fair enough. And they're like, you're going to be seeing a new doctor. And I thought, geez, it has been a long bloody time since I've been here. You know, like my doctor's gone. And uh, so anyway, I rock up and they say, oh, you're going to be with Dr. So-and-so, a woman's name. I can't remember her name. Let's just say Dr. I don't know, Karen Smith. All right. I'm going to be doc- you with Dr. Karen Smith. And I went, yeah, fine. No worries. Um, 
so I sat and waited for a bit, waited for a bit, and uh, um, anyway, so it was a lady it, doctor. It was a lady doctor, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um, then finally they go, they go, oh, Mister Balls, and I go, yep, and I get up and. Um, <laughs> Let's just say, you know, they said lose the balls. I'm not going to tell you all who I am. And I, uh, I go get up and I go yep, and I go over and I look and I realise that my doctor is some gorgeous young hot new doctor who's new to the practice. And I thought, oh shit, because you don't really want a hot chick doctor because, I mean, you have to often tell them quite uncomfortable and embarrassing things. And so I um. You have to tell them stories about your penis. Well, exactly. I mean, I'd be, I'd be quite happy to do that, but um, <laughs> I want to tell them good stories. <laughs> I want to tell them why is there this on my penis. <laughs> I want to tell them, you know, one time me and my penis, uh, where we saved the world. <laughs> but um, unfortunately, you know, yeah. so I was thinking, oh, shit. And it was also because I knew what the three things were I had to deal with today. So I go in there and Dr. Smith is there, you know, and she goes, so what's the problem? And I was, I think, one of the last people of the day. And um, she goes, you know, so what's the problem? And I'm like, well, doc, you know, I haven't been here for a long time and I kind of never get to the doctor. So I've got three things because I've got to get my money's worth, you know, and... Um, you told her you got to get your money's worth. Yeah. And she kind of laughed and was already being a bit of a smart ass. So I thought, oh, great. And she's a smart ass too. So this is going to be fucking terrible. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, I said, oh... You know, um, all right, well, first of all, I've got this thing with my scalp. It's been kind of like a bit sore and whatever. And ages ago, they told me, oh, you know, you've got some infection or whatever. And da 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 da. And I'm just, I didn't really take care of it. And it's still there. And, you know, my scalp's a bit sore and itchy and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and she goes, okay. And what's the second thing? And um, she said, oh, oh, by the way, while I'm saying this, she's typing diligently into the computer. Irritation in his scalp. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Being really hot and smart ass and funny and I was loving it. Yeah. And then going, uh, what's the second thing? And I went, um, well, you know, been about a year ago, I kind of went to the doctor and said, oh, I've been drinking too much and I just had a breakup and whatever. And he goes, oh, you got depression. And uh, wanted to, like, put me on medication, <laughs> like, straight out of the gate. And she goes, depression? And I went... Well, I didn't think I had depression. I just thought I was depressed because I broke up with someone and I've been drinking too much. And uh, but he was adamant that I needed to get on to antidepressants. And I went, you are depressed. Yeah. And I went, whoa, shit. Okay. Well, you know, and and she said, oh, did you, did you start taking them? I said, no, I I refused to take them. She said, "Um, do you, do you use drugs? And I went. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, What drugs? And I'm like, well, What do you got? <laughs> and, she said, and she went and didn't find that funny and just stared at me. And I went, Oh, you know, should you use cannabis? I'm like, Yeah. And then, uh, anyway, look, just in case anybody from law enforcement is listening, <laughs> what do you got? I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, you know, go into any more details. But basically, I went into a lot of details for the doctor and she went, Okay, that's, that's a lot. And I went, yeah, and she goes, how often? I'm like, oh, well, you know, whenever I, whenever I can. And she went, well, that's probably going to be affecting your mental status. I said, well, I know that. That's why I didn't take the antidepressants. <laughs> you know? and, um, and she went on at this big spiel where she sort of started saying to me, she goes, well, look, I think you're an at-risk young man. And I went, young man? And she goes, how old are you? And I said, oh, I'm 29. And then she goes, 
She goes, okay, well, I can't say you're young because you're actually older than me. I thought, Jesus, this doctor must be fresh off the cab rank if she's younger than 29. It takes like seven years to become a doctor. So I went, okay, yeah, all right. And then she goes, I can't... You should have your pants off me like you're at risk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, it gets better. So I'm like, at risk, young man. And she goes, yeah. And I go... I think maybe how at risk I look might be coloured by the fact that it's laundry day and I, I happen to be wearing um, a blue trucker singlet, a baseball cap. I haven't trimmed my beard in about eight weeks and shorts that happen to have a massive hole in the crotch and thongs. And she went, oh, I'm from Queensland, so that doesn't, that doesn't phase me. And I went, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, she's all, you know, you're a young man, da 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 you know, I'd like to talk to you about this another time, but I don't believe you need to go on antidepressants. And I went, yeah, okay, cool. She said, you should stop doing all the naughty stuff that you're doing now. And I went, yeah, all right, cool, cool, cool. And at the time I was <laughs> no. sort of, at the time I was sort of thinking, ooh, all right, well, that's, I guess that wasn't that great, but there's the scalp thing in that, but I'm still kind <laughs> of, I'm still kind of pretty cool in the doctor's eyes. I haven't done, gone anywhere really bad yet. So maybe I can get out of here able to fantasize in my mind that she still thinks I'm all right, you know, because yeah. she's pretty hot and I haven't sort of humiliated myself too much. And then she goes, so what's the third thing? And I went, oh, shit. <laughs> and then she goes, and I could see it in her eyes. She's like, come on, what is it? <laughs> I really wanted to know. I wanted to take the piss out of me. So I kind of went, um, uh... She goes, well, come on, you got to get your money's worth. And I, was, I said, oh, okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, I said, well, uh, yeah, I'm really going to have to leave my dignity at the door for this one. And she said, I went, yeah, that's all right. That's what you're doing here. And I said, there's not, there's not just like some old male doctor or just not a young, attractive female doctor, you know, that I could talk to about this. And she went, no, we don't have any of them there. Come on, spit it out. What is it? What is it? And I went, all right, um, I've got, I I don't know if it's from jogging or what, but I've got irritation between, it's a bit sore between my ball sack and my asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, without skipping a beat, she goes, that's called your gooch. (laughs) And I went, all right. And then she turns to her right and goes, Typing irritation in his gooch, presenting. And how long has this been for? I said, uh, uh, I don't know, about Did she write three gooch? weeks. Yeah. And then she went, da 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 da, irritation in his gooch. Da 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 da. That was a medical term. Yeah, well, she said, I just had to write it like that. And uh, I went, right. And she goes, okay, well, look, you've got some problems. And I went, all right, yeah. And then <laughs> she said, some problems. She said, but I can't yeah. deal with all of them right now because there's a bit too much going on. Let's have a look at your scalp. She goes, oh, yeah, you got a bit of psoriasis. You know, here, you can use this. da 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 it'll go away. I went, okay, good. And she goes, all that other stuff, you know, try not to drink too much and try, you know, and da 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 And I went, yeah, yeah, I'll do my level best. She goes, you won't, will you? I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, um, and then she said, okay, well... Get up on the, get up on the table, and let's have a look at your gooch. <laughs> and I uh, went, uh, we're really going to get to know each other, aren't we? I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes. Here, shoot you between the balls. Let off some steam, Bennett. 
Well, I had, um, like, my first ever, well, I wouldn't say first ever, but, like, first in a real long time, having to, having to whip out my piece. <laughs> <laughs> Married life is hard. It's been a real long time, man, since I whipped out my piece. What are you whipping that out for? Put that away. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm, yeah, just dusting it off. <laughs> Spray it with a bit of Mr. Sheen. Uh, you know, getting on uh, like, a crane to lift the fucking thing now. So, we've been talking for a while about, like, um, you know, we're going to do, you know, we're going to have another kid. Yeah. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck that. No. Like I, I love my two little girls, but there is no way that on on several levels can I have another child. <laughs> <laughs> the first of which is just like living for another what another nine months with a really angry woman <laughs> who, you know, in the, in the last period she just wanted she she wanted to kill me. But anyway, like so she um. You know, we were sort of talking about, you know, what are, what are we going to do, you know, birth control-wise? just like, well, you know, I'm not going to fucking take the pill forever. And I'm sure as hell I'm not going to get fucked by a condom all the time. Like, I want some real dick action. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, okay, fuck. You know, and, well, do you want me to get a vasectomy? I was going to say, does this end with a, so, with a knife... Like aim directly at your balls, <laughs> like, no. or the, well, the the line to your balls. The well, you know, life. like like well, at, at, at the end of the day, no, I haven't actually had said um, said procedure yet. <laughs> but um, oh, it'll happen down the track, I guess. You know, as soon as I, you know, get a bit of cash, yeah, a bit of time, yeah, you know, and then I'll do it. But so we thought, oh, we'll, we'll put the feelers out, and um, and talk to a doctor mm. because I because I was like well fuck I'm not going to go bloody I don't want to go to hospital you know and have some sort of like full on like surgery with bloody sheets everywhere and you don't want to go to Thailand and get done <laughs> do you Mexico <laughs> fuck that so I'm like you don't want to go do it down the south side in somebody's like fucking mechanic shop <laughs> <laughs> Yes, like, <laughs> and a rusty gym out the back here fixing up. <laughs> rusty gym. You still got that Kaiser blade? <laughs> He'll be like, Hell yeah, I just took it off the lawnmower. <laughs> so I made an appointment and um and the missus she wanted she wanted to come along as well. She wanted to see what happens. So I'm like, cool. You know, whatever. I'll oh, bet she does. <laughs> you with your dick and balls in jeopardy. She's probably sitting there. At the end of it, she probably smoke a cigarette. Oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> I love the look on your face. <laughs> when he cupped your balls and he told you to turn your head and cough. Yeah. Oh, I knew like, like, okay. Just <laughs> you like that bit? Yeah. You fucking like that? <laughs> but, um, uh, so anyway, so we go and see um, Dr. fucking Steve or whoever it was. And oh no! <laughs> Tell me he's not one of these doctors that goes by his first name. No, I don't yeah. that either. Hello, Doctor Steve from <laughs> Yugoslavia. <laughs> no, he wasn't like um, he wasn't some sort of Euro trash. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the final countdown? I don't remember. It was great. <laughs> you love Berlin. 
<laughs> we love the half. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, like he, um, no, he was just like he was just Doctor Steve. Right. I'm pretty sure he was Doctor Steve. He was it was Doctor something, but yeah. like he looked like a Steve, and he yeah. fucking had like these massive refrigerator-sized fucking Gary Busey teeth. just freaking me out the whole time and because like one of those is like he can't actually like I don't even think his lips could have ever like touched each other (laughs) 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 they were like he must have just like had permanently chapped lips because they would never have like clenched or anything like that they were just massive teeth and they were fucking awesome never mind that you're going to be constantly thinking he's about to fucking kill the captain and take you under siege <laughs> <laughs> he'll be going secure him in the meat locker <laughs> <laughs> but like he's um, but he was like real real sort of down to earth mm. kind of kind of country doctor oh, right. shit happening country practice yeah and so he was he was quite endearing I thought but um, so he, he he just like he did the whole sort of knee slap. He was like, "All right, so we're here to talk about your balls." He <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean me, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like there was there was there was a couple of knee slaps every now and then. He's like, "Yeah, well, let's get stuck into it." So he's like, he's like, "Okay, so what we do is on the day you come in." And I sit you up on the on 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 the chair, <laughs> up on the fucking bed. <laughs> I'll get you up there. What we do is we put your legs up, right? Now what what you got to do is you got to make sure you shave your balls. <laughs> shave your balls because I'm not fucking doing it for you. <laughs> it's on there just going fuck, mate. <laughs> like you're right, and you were saying balls all the time. Like there wasn't any. Testicle, <laughs> yeah. The penis, yeah. He wasn't like. Uh, once again, sick. are you sure this guy's legit, right? Because I could have said that to you. <laughs> Come in and shave your balls. I mean, that's how I would imagine you do a vasectomy. <laughs> I know. He had a receptionist. <laughs> oh my god, what was her name? <laughs> Vaguely, was she like a Kylie or a fucking? I think it was Janice. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still not convinced. But anyway, like so, so we're in the in the doctor's office, and he starts, and he, he drew like a diagram, right, of what actually happens. It was so the worst dick, yeah, yeah. It was the worst diagram. I was just on like a half a. So it was like a, a stick, sheet of a a stick man, <laughs> and then a dick sticking well, out. Well, no, he didn't even draw like the dude. He just drew like <laughs> he just started doing these circles. <laughs> And like, and putting dots around it, he's going right. These are your balls. <laughs> so, so he's like drawn like this, but he's like gone to the effort of like at least putting some like little stroke marks around him to represent your pubes. <laughs> I was going to say, like, so. now I don't want to see any of that on the day. That's gone. Okay, I've told you already. I told you once. I told you a hundred times. Shave your balls <laughs> before the ball shaving. Oh, right. Like, so he's just gone right. So these are your balls. <laughs> And it's just like half a sheet of A4, like balls. And then like drew like a dick. And so, so here's your cock. He didn't he said, say cock. Have you fucking said he cock? He said cock. 
Oh no, he was he was a very endearing, like he was just trying to sort of get on my level, yeah, kind of doctor. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. Here's your balls, here's your cock. Right, let's go. So he's like drawn a cock, and it wasn't. He saved me like the. At least he was kind enough not to draw like an erect cock. Like he's, <laughs> so he's like drawn. Well, like this. was it a big cock? It was well, it was all right. I suppose. Were you like, yeah, okay, I can live with that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking look at his gun, fucking. Or did you look at it and go, that's pretty close. Have I met you before? <laughs> you don't know me. You, you know me quite well. <laughs> Do I know you from, you know, my, my wild days? <laughs> the glory hole down south? <laughs> I mean, I was there was women on the other side, but that's fine. Yes, <laughs> but I told myself. Yeah. I mean, you know. But like, anyway, so he's drawn like the dick and balls. And then so... He starts like in inside the balls. Starts <laughs> starts drawing like what, a representation of what. Did to say? He starts touching himself, <laughs> masturbating, looking at the dick and balls. So here's your dick, here's your balls, here's your cock. Oh yeah, yeah there, there's your cock. Yeah. You look skinny. That's nice. And then I'll get him a knife. You know? <laughs> That's a good cock. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you like to draw cocks? Oh, okay. <laughs> You're sort of bringing the doctor back. Just going, what are we here for, doc? So, oh, sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, hey, doc, come on. I don't want to have no more babies. Okay, you with me? Sorry. So here's your dick. Here's your balls. Sorry, you're off. Yeah. So, like, so he starts, like, with the, with the fucking Sharpie. Like, he starts, like... <laughs> Drawing sperm inside the balls, oh, and he's like, "Okay, scale." So <laughs> he was just like, "Well, he's drawing like little dots with tails on them, all around okay. ins- inside these." They balls. didn't have smiley faces. Or no, 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 no. <laughs> like, and so he's um, he, so he's he's done the diagram. He's like, "All right, so what we do is we make like a little little incision just in just on on on, on your balls, and we go in there and I cut." the um like this this little tube right and then we tie it off and then and then what happens is when you ejaculate (laughs) (laughs) at least he said that he didn't say when you fucking (laughs) when you shoot your fucking hot jizzy jism (laughs) when you blow you know blow your top (laughs) (laughs) when you when the train reaches the fucking station all right (laughs) like you know no one's on board. You did. Sitting there, you know, with the with the hand of the wife's knee, just goes. It's about time we used a medical, t- yeah. medical terminology. You know, but like, did she keep a straight face through all this? I wasn't looking at her. If I looked at her, I would have lost my <laughs> shit. There is no way I was looking anywhere near her, and I can guarantee you, she would have been sitting there, fucking like leaning back. Arms folded with the biggest fucking smile on her face. <laughs> there's your balls, there's your cock. She goes, mm hmm, yep, there they are. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them before. We're acquainted. And so, and so he's basically like talking about how, like, you know, the the sperm, instead of going up the tube when you ejaculate, is they just basically like go out because the tube's been cut. Right. He leaves it so that what happens is they just exit. Into just your ball sack, the actual ball sack region. But what the fucking fuck? How do you get rid just, of them? They, they just swim around and die. But don't your just... balls just keep getting bigger and bigger then? For every time <laughs> there's like a whole fucking new population of about like a ninety million sperm like going in there, they just get absorbed into your body. 
What? That's it. No, I'm not. I'm not fucking. I'm not lying. Oh, well, I didn't know that. This is an educational program too. Okay, so <laughs> well, any, I didn't know that. Any of you budding like... medical students out there? First of all, you're going to have to worry about looking at people's gooches, <laughs> but also you're going to know something that you're going to put you a cut above all the other applicants. Uh, <laughs> 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 a cut below. <laughs> Just remember to leave a bit of room in the sack for the fucking. Mm. Sperm. And so, like, so I, uh, so I thought, oh, well, this is just one of those like preliminary hearing kind of sessions, you know, yeah. that you have with yeah. your doctor. It's like, this is what we're going to do. This is how it works. Thanks very much. And so he's like, even he's like, you. So you're going to be. It's just day surgery. You know, you rock up in the morning. Right. Just make sure you take the day off. You know, it'll be nine o'clock. Make sure you shave your nuts. I'll put you up there, and what we do is we basically just like a little keyhole incision. Is go in there, cut it, tie it, and then we cauterize the little hole, and then send you home with a fucking packet of cold peas. Right, okay. <laughs> and that's it. You're done. Right. Oh, okay. And when so, can, when can you use uh, you know Nige Junior again? Well, you reckon like after about a week, you can start having sex again, but you're looking at at least three to six months of complete like sperm evacuation so I mean even like you, you, even like your first load will still have sperm in it so you've got to like basically oh. like shoot a shit load yeah. up until and you've got to like leave it for about six months and then after six months you should be good to go it should be just semen and that's <laughs> it <laughs> so just, okay. just just pure pure semen Pina colada mix. <laughs> Straight up. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, this is it. Mm. Yeah, we finished. And then he's like, okay. Does another knee slap. Let's have a look at your balls. <laughs> and I've gone, fucking, my heart has just dropped. Oh, I've no. Gone, oh, no. I'm not really much of a, like, get the balls out kind of, <laughs> kind of guy. Like, for anyone. I mean... <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, okay. I, it's just not my bag. No, you know? no. Well, so, it, is, it is your bag. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, like, I can't let that one slide. So I've gone, oh, fuck, no. I'm not, I'm not really. So I'm real. And I, I just get real, like, scared of stuff. And, and the missus, she just sits there just, and she started laughing. She's just like, awesome. Did she actually laugh? Yeah, she just goes. Of she fucking I just did. heard, like, a little chortle in the corner. Just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, great. So she got to be there while the guy examined your ball. She was there the whole time. And I mean, going, okay. Honestly, I, I probably would have found it hard not to get not to get aroused, I think, if my loving, Wait, was... loving wife with her massive, fantastic rack was there laughing at me <laughs> while a man fondled my nuts in a doctor's... I'm assuming he was wearing a doctor's... Well, he had gloves. I think he had gloves on. Jesus Christ, Nige. Sure Are you can. sure it's a legitimate guy? I keep saying maybe every month they move on to I wasn't a different looking state. At his hands. He didn't look like a smurf or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whip out like a pair of white glove fucking jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it pop up from the bed. Like, Mammy. <laughs> oh. Oh god. Okay, <laughs> but like no, but you expect to hear that snap, snap. It's the only time you would feel good hearing. I don't. That I don't remember. I, I don't remember hearing anything. Okay, so well, you probably blacked it out. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure he had gloves on. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell myself he had gloves on. Okay. Anyway, right. like yeah. So, and, I, and so I've like just 
whipped my strides down and I was jumped up on the table and I was going fuck it I'll just do it pulled him down up on the table and I looked down and I'm just like fuck I'm just like my dick has just gone nah see ya oh, oh so it's done that retreat <laughs> retreat thing which you never it's never good because you're like oh look I swear there's more of it I swear there is but I'm just not really comfortable with you you know I mean we've just and, met and you could at least buy me a drink and maybe on the third date maybe and it, and it, but it, he seemed pretty unfazed like he he just grabbed my balls and just goes hmm yep yep there it is good alright got that and he clicks his fingers and he's like right, righto up you get <laughs> he clicks his fingers come on you're clicking those things man <laughs> you know what I mean like he snaps something off but um, needless to say, I haven't actually gone in and had the uh, the, the procedure yet because I got a bit nervous after that. But I'll. He <laughs> <laughs> seemed like he was going a long way to at least put you at ease. You know, he was that, he was, that's, he was that's pretty that's cool. Stick really, isn't it? Yeah. See you at the party, Richter. What do you, what do you, what do you like your top? Eighties movies. Eighties. Eighties action movies. Sorry, is what we meant. Eighties. What do you, what do you top? Eighties action movies. Top ones. What do you, what are your favourites? Well, do you, you want my list or you, you want the off the top of my head? Well, give me. Well, well, what have you got? I'll tell you what I got. I got quite a few. I thought about this <laughs> for a few weeks. There was some preparation went into this drivel. All right, <laughs> and I actually did think about this. Um, okay, so the first one I wrote down was Roadhouse. Mm. Okay, so Roadhouse, Predator, Aliens, Commando, Terminator, The Park is Mine, <laughs> starring Tommy Lee Jones, okay? Yeah. Not many people are going to get that one. War Games, which I still don't know if that really qualifies. Die Hard, Die Harder, <laughs> The Rookie, The Final Countdown, Karate Kid, Lethal Weapon, mm. Repo Man... Repo Man. Yeah. Fucking Which hell. I don't know if you can really call that an action movie, but... Well, it's, it's kind of an action movie. still pretty sick. Well, it's got Emilio Estevez in it. It's got Emilio Estevez, yeah. But it's pretty much an action movie. Batman. Top Gun. Cyborg. Cyborg. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay. Iron Eagle. Yeah. There you fucking go. I bet you didn't think of that one, did you? That's mm. amazing, isn't it? Well, Wrong. you know, it's up there, but no. No? Okay. Movies. Wrong Bet. Also with Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Uh... Band of the Hand, which you don't know that one, but I love that. I don't know. Um, I've drawn actually a little diagram about what happens in Band of the Hand. It's a bit of a circular <laughs> narrative. Maybe I'll come back to that. Um, Young Guns. Mm. Yeah. I'm a bit of a Western, but I still call that an action movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that fits. Tango and Cash. Um, Rogue Fuck yeah, Tango and Cash. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Tango and Cash. That's uh, the tits right there. Yeah. Uh, Robot Jocks. Do you know what that is? Okay. Let me let me take. Wait, 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 wait. I've heard of this movie. Robot Jocks, J O X. You've probably seen it on previews to VHSs that you used to watch yeah. back in the day. Mm. Now let me break this down for you. All right. So it's the Cold War, except mm. it's in the future, <laughs> and there's been. Probably some kind of nuclear war of some kind, I don't know. So the Cold War never stopped. So Cold we're, never we're stopped. like we're at that point of the eighties. Still 80s. at war, man. Yeah. yeah. Still very much at war with the Ruskies. The commies. The commies. The Reds. The Red Menace. Okay, it's still going on. <laughs> yeah. And thank God the Americans are there. Yeah. But here's what they're doing now. They go, No, 
no, no, we can't have big wars because we've got all these nukes mm. and that'll just kill everybody. So what we're going to do is only two guys are going to fight each other, mm. which kind of makes sense, I guess, when you think about it. But then they go, except the two guys are going to be piloting these massive fuck-off huge bastard robots that can shoot missiles at each other and have, like chainsaw things where the dick would be on the robot that can come up and slice through the other dick of the other robot kind of thing. Yeah. A lot of dicks in this podcast, but you know, you know, like that, that kind of thing and drills and all this shit. And it's these two big robots like fight each other uh, and they fight for different, you know, they have matches and they fight for different areas like Alaska is one of the ones they fight for mm. at some point. I don't know why they picked Alaska, but they did. So, yeah. So, um, that's robot jocks. That's so they just like fight for territory. For territory, yeah. And they have like scheduled fights with their big robots. Fuck it, I've heard of this. I'm sure I've seen Oh, it. you've probably seen previews. I've just seen it when I was a kid or something like that. I just yeah. know what you're talking about. It's pretty badass. I mean, that's actually one of the top ones on my list. I mean, I, I don't really like it, but I think if you're going to say, a list of the best badass 80s action films, it's mm-hmm. got to be up near the top. Because of, I mean, we'll get to this, but because it checks a lot of boxes in these elements that I've identified that are, <laughs> are essential <laughs> to having a badass 80s movie. Yeah. So anyway, I'll move on. Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to put it on, even though I know it doesn't necessarily fit Scanners. I don't know if you remember that. But wasn't that more like... More like a horror. It was a horror movie. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. But, you know, there were some of those movies back then that were like... Action horror. They were kind of, yeah. You know, I mean, even even Alien was, yeah. was, was, was a horror action movie. Did I say Aliens? I probably did, but yeah. yeah you might have. Ooh. So that's my list. I mean, I'd have to be more specific about which ones are sort of the top. Oh, Highlander. I forgot to mention that. And American Ninja. American Ninja. Yeah, but that I spawned a whole bloody list of sequels, didn't it? Didn't I think it did. Up to? I think four? Probably before they got rid of Dudikoff and got somebody else in there. Um, yeah. Um, and then I identified a few that are on the fringes that you probably think are 80s movies, but they're not. Mm. Like The Warriors, which I think of as very much 80s, but apparently that was 1979. Mm. And, uh, but it was meant to be in the future, so maybe it was technically the 80s because that would have been the future from 79 yeah it's a bit of a stretch that one um <laughs> well Mad Max 1 which I think is also 79 yes and Total Recall which is 1990 so there you go yeah I mean I would have liked to have seen Total Recall as being an authentic 80s yeah just cause I but I'm pretty sure it's so. 1990 I think at least did you see that remake they did of it I did I did and I did you hate it or did you I, did you did you think you were gonna hate it and then just go, you know what? I don't hate it. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. You know, I mean, I could have hated it a lot more, mm. but uh, I went in with very low expectations, yeah. and I just thought, I mean, how can you fuck this up? All you got to do really is show a chick with three tits. Mm. Now they did that. Yeah. I'll, I will pay that. Yeah. They did that. Good for them. You know. Have a guy get his arms ripped off. Yeah. Now, they didn't do that. They had a robot get his arms ripped off by an elevator. True. You know, there was no see you at the party Richter. Have a guy named Richter. Yeah. That would have been good, but they didn't have that no either. Richter. But they amalgamated the Richter character and the killer wife character. Into yeah, one. that was basically the, the one. That was probably under pressure from, you know, sort of new age feministy stuff. Mm. Instead of having his best mate 
being uh, a guy who looked exactly like Danny DeVito, so <laughs> essentially a short, fat Italian guy who yeah. jackhammers with him. It was that black dude who was in heaps of shit during the nineties, but I never really figured out his name. Yeah, you know, I was I was watching that and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? He looks, you know, he's got that sort of. He's been um, there. He's been in heaps of shit, but I just yeah, don't know. His he name. was in. Um, I was the only thing I could think of that was. What was the last movie I thought he was in? I think he was in like the last of the Halloween movies. Oh, yeah. Pre-Rob Zombie. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the last yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis one, that, like, the right. H2O. Yeah, yeah. I think he, I th- I'm pretty sure he was in that, but his name's, his name's probably Deshaun or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's pretty cool, whoever he yeah. is. He's not, he's not a bad actor. I've seen him in a few things, but... I mean, he was all right. He's like a like a diet LL Cool J. Yeah, he is. He's a mini like, LL Cool J. Yeah. Well, just like this other guy was essentially a poor man, Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah. Because they well, helped, he was, was a success of guy. twins. They were like, oh well, we got to get Danny DeVito in this. He's like, I'm not doing that shit. Because that guy was it? Was he the the dude that was the the cop in Die Hard Two? You know, like what? Oh no, 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 no not not. Not, not, not the Sipowitz guy, <laughs> the first guy. There was you a know, first guy. You know that you know when like when in Die Hard two when he gets his car towed at the airport, right? Yeah, and he's like doing the whole like pleading with the cop. Oh and yeah, and like, he's going, "I'm cop in New York." So like, I've been to New York. I fucking hated it, or something like that. Or a bit to LA. I hated it. Or yeah, that's like that. right. And that that copper is it. I believe that's you. that's him. I'm I'm positive. It's the same die same harder, actor. by the way. But yeah. I could be wrong. It could be wrong. I don't know. It could be him. If if not, and that's a let... pretty decent description of who the guy is anyway. He's if, I, if I'm wrong and I'm not looking anything up, anyone can at me and just say, Nige, you're wrong. You're a fucking idiot. Or just don't because, you know, <laughs> do something else with your life for fuck's sake. Lose a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't understand this internet shit. But anyway. Um, Either way. Well, that guy, I mean, look, if I had to pick and call me sentimental, I liked the Danny DeVito guy a bit more because mm. he had better lines and mm. delivered them slightly better but they made this guy kind of watered down version of that yeah you know because that guy, Danny was, DeVito all, guy he, he was like he got all Italian and shit he was like recall recall yeah, yeah. recall <laughs> yeah, he did a bit of that and also he was like how was your trip to Mars <laughs> and then he was like you know oh I went to Mars <laughs> you know like, he's perfect and he's like yeah, you did. I told you not to, but you did anyway, and all yeah. that. And then he kind of does that whole when he's like full on bailing him up, and uh, he's going, "Oh no, what did I do?" Oh, and they're dragging him off. He's like, "You blabbed, Quaid. You blabbed about Mars." <laughs> <laughs> he got that full on hardcore New York shit going yeah, on, yeah. and I was just like, "Yeah, you fucking did blab about Mars, didn't you, <laughs> didn't you Quaid? You fucking." Just like, I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like. You fucking blabbed about Mars. Like a fucking canary. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> anyway, but... Um, yeah, so no, I, I didn't mind... I didn't mind the new one, but I didn't like it much. It had that chick with the teeth in it, who I actually quite like. You know the one uh, with the teeth? <laughs> She's good fun, too, because I saw her on some, some show that was like my brother showed me where celebrities read really mean tweets... And someone sent in some shit saying that, saying that she had like the teeth of a horse or something, and she read it out on camera and then went, 
know, like, fucking good on you. That's pretty Which cool. Which one's she? She was in that... Um, I'm trying to think of who she She's is. She's like the Dutch princess of the fucking... You was she in that mean? Underworld movie? No, no, that's the wife. That's the wife. The yeah. wife, yeah. And she's also the wife of the director who made Total Fuck, I can't even remember. Anyway. Anyway, whatever. whatever. The, she's the one that was in The Illusionist. And... With that dude what takes himself heaps seriously. <laughs> oh, Edward Norton. Edward Norton. <laughs> yeah. He'll probably come around and kick my fucking teeth in for saying that. Was Hugh Jackman? No, there was two. They made two of almost the same movie at the same time. Really? There was The Prestige oh. and The Illusionist. They do that now, don't they? They make two of the same fucking thing at the same time. It's a bit weird, isn't it? She is Sub-Zero. Now, Plane Zero. So, look, moving on. I mean, we might as well get through this because we did, we did do a bit of research here. Mm. Let's face it. I mean, we did at least 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you, but... So I'm going to go through these really quickly. So the elements common in a badass 80s action movie. Now, there are some that break the rules, Nige, you know. There are some that go against the grain, mm. you might say. Yeah. But this is some, some, some general rules, all right? So, badass title. Okay, you've got to have a badass title. That's yeah. pretty common. Uh, does it take place in a jungle? <laughs> a lot of them do. I know Predator does. <laughs> Okay. There's one. There's one, yeah. <laughs> At least one. If you want the rest, look them up. Fuck, I'm not going to do all the research for you. Um, they're going to be made in the 1980s to qualify. Uh, they've got to have great one-liners at violent moments. Very violent moments. Like, I mean, the obvious one is when uh, Arnie stabs a guy against a wall with a uh, machete and says, stick around <laughs> or something like that. Stick around. Or rips a guy in half yeah. and goes, he had to split. <laughs> you know, something like that. But, uh, so Arnie's a good one for that. Yeah. Um, uh, the villain is is played by a way too good actor to be in this role. Oh, fuck yeah. That's pretty common. That, that's like, well, it, it has to be though. Like, I mean, you've got to, um, you know, the, the, the villain, you know, you've got to, I think it's easy to, to like somebody than to hate someone oh, yeah, in cinema. Yeah. You know, and um, I reckon, like, my, my favourite action movie villain yeah. was always Jack Palance in Tango and Cash. Oh, shit. I forgot he was even in that. <laughs> shit, he's good, yeah. No, I don't mind him. He's like, Tango and Cash. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got that constant, like... He's got a face like a cat. He's got a smile on his face, and he's like... But he's got, like... Um, you remember his he's, he's got, Yeah, because he's got, like, those two cronies that work for him. Right? And because it's just so, like... Scripted in the way that the movie works. But it, but it works because you love it. And the director... Yeah. The, uh, it's one of those movies where the director tells you, you love this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know any, you any movie, movie where Sylvester Stallone comes up shoots a fucking hole in the side of a tanker full of gas and cocaine pours out and then he goes look it's snowing and someone goes he thinks he's Rambo and he goes Rambo is a pussy <laughs> <laughs> I love that just because of the whole yeah. uh, weird surreal 
postmodernistic nature yeah. that they took on there. I think they sort of, you know, just did a real like let's let's take the piss of who this guy is. Mm. You know, I, I thought that was awesome how yeah, they did that. That was good. And um, you know, they pretty much made like Kurt Russell's character an amalgamation of like Snake Plissken and <laughs> yeah. fucking um, Jack from fucking Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I forgot his name. And like so. When you when you when you're watching like that that bit that you were talking about mm. with with shooting the hole in the in the in the side of the 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 the, uh, the, the petrol tanker and everything, um, the when when Palance is like driving past the whole crime scene. Oh, can't remember in that his, shit. In his limo with the two crime bosses in oh, there, fuck. and he's just like. And here comes Tango. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. And like, and they, you know, when they go back to, um, they're in like his, his, his stronghold that he has. Yeah. And he's got this, like this, this super villain stronghold. And it's, it's in a nondescript location. It's just a warehouse out in the middle of nowhere. And, but it's like decked out with, you know, you know, is is just basically like that's where he lives. You know, it's got an office and a bar, and like it's it's really eighties. So like basically the floor <laughs> everywhere you go, like you're stepping on like lights and shit. And did a chick come in and he's like, "Is that you, sugar bumps?" <laughs> no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Batman. I know. It's like you are my number one, a guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same fucking yeah. guy anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how he got the role Jack. in Batman, obviously. He's exactly Jack. Maybe we can cut a deal. <laughs> Your life won't be worth spent. <laughs> and you just see, like, there, there's plants standing there at his desk, and his desk. Is a big fucking perspex rat maze. <laughs> it's not, right? It is a fucking <laughs> it's something. And anyway, like and he's and he's like gets up and he's like standing around like the two crime lords while they're sitting down and he's like and on the west side <laughs> Ray Tango <laughs> He waltzes in and takes all of my drugs. <laughs> <laughs> And he's holding a rat. He's, <laughs> he's not. Like, right? He is. Oh. And then he's like, and on the east side, cash. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's holding another rat. He's just like, and he puts him in the maze. And uh. it's like the whole thing is a metaphor for how he's going to like fuck the metaphor. Oh. And it's got like that, and like so uh, the, the 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 West Side guy, the East, I don't know, fucking who that. It's probably the East Side guy because that sounds like yeah. Asian, but it's like the Asian crime lord, who's pretty much he's, he's like in every eighties action movie oh, yeah, where yeah, there yeah. is an Asian yeah. guy. Like he's, yeah, yeah, he's he's from like Big Trouble Little China and all those sort of ones. Like, and so because he's there just going, now wouldn't it be easier just to kill him? <laughs> he's like killing him. That would be too easy. (laughs) (laughs) And so the whole thing is the whole premise is to basically like build up how they're going to fuck Tango and Cash up. 
Right. And so they do that whole like framing him thing, and then they put him in the jail and everything like that, and then, and then, and then the next is the whole escape, and then the clearing yeah. of the names, and like, the, but it's just his bad guy persona throughout the whole thing is just so fucking cheesy. Yeah, it is absolutely amazing, and so I'll I'll, I'll give him my number one. All right, number one uh, actor that is too good to be in such a shit movie. Oh yeah, bad guy. Yeah, goes to Jack Pounce coming there from from Nige. Okay, so just write that down. I'm talking shit, by the way, but like, yeah. but no, no, that's perfectly legitimate. I mean, my favorite is another obscure one, Nige. I mean, a lot of people might say, you know, Alan Rickman in Die Hard, who is yeah, fantastic, yeah, yeah. and I mean, everybody knows his shit, and I I hesitate to impersonate him because it's been done so many times, but. Hell, I'm going to do it anyway, where he goes, you know, Mr. Takage won't be joining us for the rest of his life. <laughs> he's just fucking assassinated the fucker. <laughs> but um, I love that. But uh, yeah, um, or oh, the other bit is when that other fucking crazy lawyer guy is talking to him going, Booby, I'm going to sort you out. And he goes, uh. he goes, I must have missed 60 minutes. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> or something like that. But yeah, it's like, he's Hans, great. Booby, I'm your white knight. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but... It's, uh, it's Ellis. I, I mean... It's Ellis. <laughs> something like that. It's a bit... Uh, or Irving or fucking who knows. Nah, it's Ellis. Ellis? Ellis? Ellis. All right. Alice? Ellis. Ellis. Because okay, then, then he's on the phone with John McClane. Right. Remember, he's like trying to talk him out. Yeah, that's right. He's like, he's like Ellis, tell him you don't know me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so there's that. And then, uh, yeah. So there's him. And, I mean, no, he's probably the sort of really obvious one. I'm trying mm. to think of other ones. There's probably a lot. But um, the one that I've recently, only recently discovered was um, uh, The Rookie. Yeah. With Charlie Sheen. And... Clint Eastwood mm. and directed by Clint Eastwood yeah so you know good on you Clint and uh, um, Raul Julia is the bad guy yeah. in that now I wish that we were the kind of setup where I could just hit a button and play you the samples of Raul Julia talking throughout that film yeah. but we're not <laughs> so I'm just going to tell you go and watch that movie because probably the best ever Puerto Rican actor who ever lived Raul Julia. Yeah. I mean, I'm going out on a limb there, but I'm, I'm, I love this guy. Who was way better than being the guy who is the chop shop kingpin of East LA. Okay. <laughs> who also happens to be playing a German guy for some reason. And he's constantly kind of putting down the Italians he works with mm. and all of the uh, Mexicans and Hispanics. And he's Puerto Rican, but he's meant to be German, so he's really racist and shit. And, uh, you know, is saying horrible shit all the time. And, like, you hear... Um, I mean, it's funny, because you have, like... Uh, uh, Clint Eastwood comes into some chop shop, and they've painted a Lamborghini, like, lime green. <laughs> and, and Clint goes to Charlie, because, you know, he's the rookie, so he's got to tell him stuff. He's like... You want to know what a real criminal is? The man who painted this car green. That's what a real criminal is. To deface a machine like that 
with a color like this, he ought to have his ass removed. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear this guy up in the thing, another fantastic, um, you know, Mexican-looking dude who, like, was in all of the movies of the 80s and was actually a really good actor. And he's there going... Um, did you hear what that fucking punto said about my car? <laughs> and then, like, Raul Julia goes, With the taste your beaners have, he was being generous. <laughs> so, constantly saying shit like this, which yeah. I find ridiculous, because he's fucking Puerto Rican and he's also awesome. Mm. And, uh, you know, and when he has to off people, it's brilliant in that film. He's there going, he's going, It's over, Morales. <laughs> You're over. <laughs> you took me for a ride. Now it's your turn. <laughs> you know, Morales is all blubbering in that. And he's like, he's like, you believe in a racial solidarity that doesn't exist? A couple of lines of the good stuff and your friend little Felix was singing to me like a canary with his eyes plucked out. <laughs> and then he basically offs the cunt <laughs> and then there's another bit where he has to smash the TV because Clint Eastwood's been on there swearing heaps you can just look that one up I'm not going to bother doing it for you mm. but um, Clint's been swearing heaps so Raoul's upset and smashes the TV because they've just busted a bunch of his chop shops and uh, anyway so he goes we're going to be moving on again, Liesel. He says to his supposedly German offsider, who looks like the most hot Puerto Rican chick herself I've ever <laughs> seen in my life, but apparently her name's Liesel and she's German. I think they yeah. just bo- didn't bother to change that detail when they cast them, but that's fine. <laughs> and um, she's there, and he goes, we're going to be moving along again soon, Liesel. And he goes, I'm going to have to leave the country if I ever want a breath of air. Between the cups and these... Fucking Italians breathing down my neck. You know, like, and, uh, anyway, so the whole time he's picking on the... It's just hilarious. and then he, But then he is also constantly picking on the cops, which is fantastic, going, the pig will die, you know, and all this sort of stuff. But watch Raul Julia in that, because apart from the fact that he played M. Bison in his last ever role in The Street yeah. Fighter, which was just such a tragedy for such a good actor, <laughs> that that was his last go. Except... I mean, I know we're meant to be talking about 80s movies, except for one fantastic bit in that where, I mean, if you're fans of the game and or the movie, you'll know who I'm talking about. But uh, Raul, again, is, as M. Bison, is yelling at um, Sagat, you know, who's one of his henchmen with the eye patch on. And he goes, They're here already, Sagat! But I guess you didn't see that, did you? He covers his eye while he's saying it. (laughs) <laughs> Again, a sight gag that would have been better if you could actually see me while I was raising my hand over my eye. But yeah, I still reckon like <laughs> that movie's probably got the greatest victory speech, or, or, or not victory speech, but like pump up the troops. Yeah, speech. Oh, it is. I think Van Damme's speech out of that movie is like pretty fucking epic. I, know. I could do that one for you again, but I'm not going to. I'll tell you what: if you go to YouTube and you look up, I think you should do it. Uh all right, well, if you, you should do it, I think. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. If you go to YouTube, right, and you look up the greatest moment in cinematic history, <laughs> if you type that into YouTube search, this will come up, and I think it is, it is aptly named. Okay, yeah. okay. So Van Dam, he's he's what Colonel Guile, Lieutenant Guile. Guile. 
Yeah, something like that. Guile, right, <laughs> from Street Fighter, who used to do the sonic booms. Okay, mm. that guy. He's, a, he's in the movie... I mean, he's meant to be American, but he's played by Van Damme, who's from Belgium. <laughs> Whatever. But he's got blonde hair. He does have blonde hair. Well, they dyed it blonde. Yeah. Okay, so he's rallying the troops to go and fight Bison. And so he goes... Troopers! They say the war is cancelled. But... Oh, we can all go home. Bison is being paid off for his crimes. But we can all go home. And those friends of yours that have died here will have died for nothing. But we can all go home. Well, I'm not going home. I'm going to get in my boat and I'm going upriver... And I'm going to kick that son of a bitch, Bison's ass, so hard that the next Bison wannabe is going to feel it. <laughs> now, who wants to go home? And who wants to go with me? <laughs> I tell you what, if I'm going to get my balls shot off for somebody, mm. they better say some shit like that to me before we go do it. Mm. <laughs> Anyway, so moving on. Um, all right, the next thing I had was um, okay. Is there a okay? So in in the, back to the elements of a badass eighties action movie. Uh, is there a sidekick slash buddy slash hot chick that follows around our protagonist? Mm. Very important. Okay, there's been many incarnations of that. Uh, is Bill Paxton in it? Because yeah. he does tend to be in a lot of those. I mean, Bill Paxton, you know, he was around those days. If if you've got him, it lends a bit of class to your badass action movie. He can be your space marine. He can be your punk mm. that Arnie needs to kick his balls. He can be the cop in your Predator sequel. Yeah. Or one of the cops. He can have a moustache. He could not have a moustache. Mm. He's a versatile man. So, Bill Paxton. Um, okay. Are there drug lords to bust? There's always drug lords. There's always... In the 80s, man, there's a lot of drug lords. Okay. Is there a million bucks in a suitcase? Okay. That's another thing. You know, you've you've got that. You're on a winner. A Um, suitcase, like, shackled to a Handcuffed to a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah. Now you you hear me. You hear me out. We we might as well be doing coke in a a fucking studio somewhere in the 80s in fucking Burbank in in Hollywood going, hey, Nudge, so what if... What if they? What if they got a suitcase? It's got a million bucks in it, and and uh, and it's uh, I don't know. It's somehow it's a uh, it's uh, I, I want to say it's, it's like it's like it's attached to the guy. Do you come on? Do you hear what I'm saying? It's, it's attached to the guy. Come on, what? How would it be attached to the guy? It's the goddamn. It's robot. No, 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 no. It's it's it's, it's attached to him like handcuffs, handcuffs. That's what it is, man. All right. That's the feel, man. Well, go talk to Mr. Old Selznick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so okay, is so, there is there a uh, just bring it back? Is there a uh, suitcase with a million bucks in it, <laughs> possibly handcuffed to somebody? Possibly. Is there synthesizer music? 
Fuck okay. yeah, the synthesizer music. Synthesizer yeah. music. Yeah. There is always a theme song to the movie. Oh my god. Yep. You read my mind. You see you see down here, further down the page? Okay. Rock song with something to do with the title. Mm. That's in there as well. Like I'm thinking, uh, what am I thinking of here? I'm thinking of Rocky. Well, that's too early, isn't it? But I'm, I'm thinking yeah. of uh, uh, Karate Kid. Actually, that didn't really. Yeah. Nah. Well, you know, it's. What it's funny. It's got here? like. Um, I'm trying to think of. I don't know. There must be a specific one somewhere. There's got to be. Well, there was Bat Dance in Batman of 1989. Okay, so there was that by Prince. Mm, yeah. But there was, uh, I mean, there was the whole Karate Kid, you know, I will fight for your honor. <laughs> that shit. Okay, that's, I've count that. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a really obvious one that I'm missing, but anyway, never mind. Um, so, okay, we've covered that. I've just put, oh, are there punks? Like punks... You know, with studs on their leather jackets and chains mm. and kind of punky hairdos and that. Bill Paxton was one of them yeah. in, uh, in Terminator. Terminator. Yeah. He's going, laundry day, nothing clean, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there you are. Punks, and punks to be killed a lot of the time. Mm. Mullets, are there mullets? There's always mullets. I mean, you know, there would be no lethal weapon without mullets. No. I reckon one of the one of the... Most amazing mullets I ever saw, and it was, it was um, in this fucking awful movie yeah. that I saw a little while ago called Dead Heat. Dead Heat. Dead Heat. Right, and it's got um, not Red Heat. No, is that had no. Arnie in it? <laughs> no, <laughs> not Red Heat. Sorry, <laughs> go on. It's got um, Joe Piscopo. Who the fuck's that? <laughs> Some <laughs> like sensation, eighties like half-assed comedy sensation from the eighties. Oh, okay. I don't know what he, I don't know what his bag was. I, like I should have actually looked it up, but I was just thinking about it then because and it's got Treat Williams in it. Do you remember Treat Williams? <laughs> you lost me with that one. You too. don't even know who Treat, Treat Williams, is. Treat Williams. Treat Williams. Have, have you seen a movie called? Um, uh, Ten Things to Do in Denver Before You're Dead? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. He's in that. Oh, he's, I think I do know he's like this real paranoid Was guy. Was he in The Devil's Own? That, that bullshit with fucking Brad Pitt and the he IRA thing? Yeah, I think I know him. Yeah. Um, this like, you know, old school, like Treat Williams. Old so, school Treat Williams, not yeah. modern Treat Williams. But it's basically like... Contemporary yeah. Treat Williams. But Joe Piscopo, man, that, that guy had one of those like, you know the curly mullets? Oh, shit. That never shifted. Uh-huh. Like, that's probably the worst. To me, plan. like I mean, if you, I think if you're going to have like a mullet, you've got to have the one that you can sort of like, you can jump out of a pool and move your head from side to yeah, side yeah, and shake yeah. water off. Or it. if someone's blowing a huge fan at you yeah. in a hair metal clip, <laughs> you want that shit to be yeah. flying in the wind. But if you've got like this, this hairdo that's just basically like just, a, like it looks like a poodle. Yeah, and it just goes straight down. And it doesn't shift. It's like, you know that guy in Goodfellas that they kill at some point? Who's got kind of like a... He would have a fro. But it's, oh, yeah, it goes yeah. down into a fro... A fro He's like one of the, one of the real, fro-mod. like... One of the hardcore, like, yeah. Sicilian dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. fucking hardcore, yeah. But he, he gets, like, a sweet car or something, and so De Niro yeah. wants to fuck him up for flashing all that money. Anyway, mm. I digress. Um, okay, so, mullets. Okay, 
I mean, I put a few people's names in here, you know, Danny Glover, Chuck Norris, fucking Stallone, Arnold Bruce. I mean, we already all know that. Let's, let's not muck around with that shit because mm. we all know that they're, they're there. Gratuitous nudity. I mean, there was a fair bit of that in the 80s. Oh, yeah. You, it was the first time you were really allowed to kind of show tits and it wasn't like you were making a B movie. You know, mm. you could just you could show some tits, fuck it, whatever, it's tits. Like, you couldn't really show anything else, but you definitely show a lot of tits. Yeah, yeah. And they definitely did do that and more power to them. Okay. Um, Okay, slight racism. There was a bit of that, okay? It was the 80s, so, you know, if you were a black dude or whatever, the white cop's probably going to bust you for some mm. drug stuff. Uh, if you were, like, like we were saying before, if you were, like, a Mexican dude or whatever, well, then you were probably part of some street gang or something like that, or you, you know... If, okay, if anyone was robbing a servo or a liquor store, it wasn't generally a white dude. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Statistically, so slight racism was, was involved. Uh, okay. Fighter planes or blatant promotion of American military might and technology. <laughs> I'm realizing <laughs> if you want to read a lot into it. Uh, yeah, there tend to be a lot of that going mm. on too. Because uh, it was still the Cold War. Um, revenge plot killed my father brother wife etc or brooding hero stuff with dead brother when kid is what I've written down I've just written that down because at the (laughs) beginning at the beginning of the rookie when Charlie Sheen he's like he's like in front of some it turns out to be a dream okay but he's in front of some board of people and they're going speak up Anderson or whatever you know and he's going oh I I want to do robbery Uh, I mean I want to do I want to work in Grand Theft Auto and they're like, oh, you don't want to do robbery homicide? He's like, no, no, I, I love Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that's what I want to do. And they're like, you got a, you got a brother? And you got any, you got any family, brothers, sisters? And he's like, no. And they go, that's a lie, isn't it? And then he's like, uh, and, you, and it cuts suddenly to, jump, Joey, jump, to him as a kid. And the other kid, like, they're playing some game on the roof. And they go oh, to jump. No. And then it cuts back to him going, no, I haven't got a brother. And then they go, why do you want to be a cop, Anderson? And he goes... I want to help people. And they go, that's another lie, isn't it? <laughs> and he goes, cuts back to, jump, Joey, jump. And then they're like, didn't you murder your own brother? Jump, Joey, come on, jump it. And he's like, I was just a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then you like, see this fucking poor kid jumps and then metaphorically his toy gun hits the deck and explodes into a million pieces. So that's why poor Charlie's so brooding and shit even though he's got a multi 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 billionaire dad and there's no reason why he needs to be on the force but mm. he's anyway so there's that uh, I put hair gel mm. definitely there was some of that I mean Michael Behan was nothing without hair gel yeah. particularly in Aliens everyone knows that you're getting a bit Michael Behan right now by the way with the hair <laughs> you know, let's, I find myself yeah, more yeah. attracted to you than ever just because of that but uh, yeah well my um yeah, my stylist recommended. <laughs> we still going to the same stylist, our, yeah. our dear friend. Yeah, because I want to get her to fix up my fucking hair because it's getting a bit. Yeah. I mean, shit! I shouldn't be throwing stones at you right now. <laughs> I look like fucking. I walked out of fucking. I don't know what the fuck was that. What was that show in the eighties with freaking Michael J. Fox in it? It was like like family ties. Yeah, I look like I walked, walked out of family ties on a fucking really bad day. Yeah. yeah. So One of the extras, yeah. I was probably the yeah. guy like hanging down at the at the at the bowling ring. I'd be like, 
Hey, Susie, I'm just going to shoot across to the uh, uh, Dairy Queen, okay? I'll be right back. I'm going to get some change for the pinball machine. <laughs> Yo, baby, you want a snow cone? <laughs> How about we split an Eskimo pie? <laughs> All right, so... um, <laughs> Okay, so, here, Joe. Uh, awesome movie tagline, which, you know, I mean... We'll come back to that. There's there's many of them. Um, Okay, this I just put in. The righteous and deserved death of a drug addict. Now, did you notice how anybody who was doing drugs (laughs) in an 80s movie (laughs) would die pretty quickly? And when they did die, it was like, oh, who gives a fuck? (laughs) You know, like, they were fucking drug addicts. Um, Okay. (laughs) That happened in a few Dirty Harry movies and quite a few other ones. Oh, in fact, it happened to... um, Oh, it happened to Jim Carrey in a Dirty Harry movie. He did. He did some heroin and he fucking died, like, straight away. Sudden impact. Yeah. In fact, someone actually offed him, but oh, no, was, everyone was, thought it was a heroin overdose and no was one it cared. Was I don't even know. Sudden impact. It was one of the ones where he talked about his policy. <laughs> um, That's my policy. So, uh, yeah. if a goddamn junky asshole shoots himself up too hard and dies... I leave him there. That's my policy. <laughs> um, something like that. Okay, the Russians. You know, the Russians. Mm. Is there a lot of sequels? That's a good sign. Are there ninjas? Is there a badass cop who plays by his own rules? Is there an angry, tr- angry chief slash superior officer? Uh, is there awesome names for the hero or the villain? Like, mm. say, Matrix or Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> and that, those are my elements for a... Uh, Badass action flick. Mm. We may or may not need to take a brief intermission because I believe yeah. the woman of the house is home. I'll do a. Uh... Hello, 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 hello. Right. Yeah. So, like as I said, many, many important elements. There are those that break the rules. In the list, Nige. Mm. I mean, you know, take uh, hiring Vernon Wells to play Bennett in, um, in Commando instead of, say, I don't know, some good actor. <laughs> but don't get me wrong, he's also one of my favourites. Bennett. I thought he was pretty good. I um, He was a bad guy in a MacGyver episode. I know the one you mean, yeah. Totally not. He was like a jewel dealer or something like yeah, that. Yeah, some shit. But it was it was almost the same guy. Yeah, except for the whole. He wasn't wearing I chain cut mail. people's heads off and shit and <laughs> wear chainmail. But yeah, he was very uh, had the same badass thing going on. Going, mm. put the knife away, and shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> well, I had a list. Mind you, yours is a lot more comprehensive. It's definitive. <laughs> than what I have. Right, I wrote down some let's movies. Let's go. I want to hear Nigel's list. I just did like a top ten, but they're not really in any any sort of order. Well, no, I will say, like, but I think I think my number one movie will always be Commando. Yeah. Well, it's got everything. Yeah. Absolutely everything. I mean... Well, we we you could immediately you could you could say about Commando, 
And let's just do this, just this once. Because it is your number one, Nudge. Okay. Okay, so, Commando. Okay, I'll, I'll ask you. Does it have a badass title? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, it fucking does. Commando? <laughs> yeah. Ever since that movie, people have been saying, I'm going Commando. Yeah. When they don't wear nothing to constrict their balls. <laughs> so that means something to me. Is there jungle? Yeah. I'm going to say yes. I mean, like, maybe not jungle per se, but certainly a lot of camo well, some, paint. There's some jungle element. There's... Just fall into those reeds when he jumps out of the plane. Yeah. <laughs> and then he ends up in, like, some fictional Colombian yeah. village. Yeah. Which I think is still supposed to be in L.A. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but whatever, it's still Colombian jungle-ish. Yeah. Okay, it was made in the 80s, of course. Mm. Great one-liners. Yeah. What do we got for that? Um, don't, uh, don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> That's one of them. Um... There was um, the 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 fight scene at the very end, where he gets stabbed with oh, a steam pipe, yeah. and just like let off some steam, Bennett. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, you know that they must have cared about the one liners so much. They did about nine takes of that, and really? us massive commando nerds have watched them all, and that was the best one. So they <laughs> went with it. But I mean, the other ones where he said different shit. Really? So he throws the pole impales through Bennett massive amounts of steam pouring out of him and he's going <laughs> dying yeah. and he goes you know let off some steam Bennett but then they go bleep and he goes he's like there was too much pressure for you Bennett <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes bleep and he goes can't take the pressure Bennett huh <laughs> bleep and then he goes um, he goes oh, what was the next one Oh, I kind of remember, but yeah, it was mostly about pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try to relax, Bennett. <laughs> anyway. Well, um, I think like <laughs> the movie was probably the most homoerotic movie next to <laughs> Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, that was. Yeah. I think. I mean, I mean, Top Gun was. Pretty damn homoerotic. Well, he but, had to um, end the guy by throwing his pole through him. <laughs> pretty much. With ejaculating steam around yeah. the room. The villain. Oh, yeah. Who is pretty much like... Fucking Dan Hedaya. Mad cunt. Well, we've got Dan Hedaya and then we've got... Bennett. Bernard Wells. We've got yeah. Bennett. Yeah. Who is Australian. Oh, yeah. And Dan Hedaya did, like, the worst accent of his life in that <laughs> are you trying to frighten me <laughs> I don't have to try when Matrix finishes the job he'll be back for his daughter <laughs> now whether she's alive or dead doesn't matter then he'll be coming after you now the only thing between Matrix and you Kiss me. <laughs> My chain mail. <laughs> and that's it. And he's standing yeah. there wearing a fucking chain mail vest. And the whole time, the whole movie he's wearing a chain mail vest. Leather pants. Yeah. Freddy chain mail, like, belt. And it's yeah. one of those broom moustaches too. Oh, yeah. It was bushy. When they go to the knife fight kind of thing. Yeah, well, that's quite sexual. Just the look <laughs> on his face. He's like, yeah. John. He's like, he's like really because he's like pulling his face. Don't need the gun. Don't need the gun, John. 
<laughs> I don't need no gun. <laughs> don't need the girl. <laughs> you don't want to just pull the trigger mm. to put the knife in me. Look me in the eye <laughs> and turn it. <laughs> <laughs> this whole movie, knives are cocks, guns are cocks, everything. That can hurt you in this movie is a dick. What about really big logs? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what I made you. You did. I lied. It's like, well, so that's my number one. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> um, I won't. I won't go into any details of the, of the in the others, but I'll, um, I'll just I'll just whip them out. Pretty All right, quick. So number one. So what are the others? Um, over the top. Okay, so I mean, I feel like some of the listeners might not know what that is, <laughs> Nigel, because I didn't know right away. So uh, over the top, they uh, one of the Stallone movies. Okay, Stallone. Where, um, where this time Sly is a um, he's a trucker, and he's. He's looking after his estranged son because his ex-wife is dying of cancer or some shit. And so, it's somehow... I don't know, I can't really remember that much. But I, all I remember is that it somehow manages to be that he needs to go in the local arm wrestling comp <laughs> from, like, town to town. Right. To earn enough cash to be, like... The great dad that he meets. Were to there arm wrestling comps going on in the eighties that you and me didn't know about? Because I mean, <laughs> we were there, that. man, and I never saw one in my entire life. But in the, even in the movie, like you see these, um, the tables in there have like a hand grip on on like opposing corners of what? the table, Jeez. so you can like hold onto the hand grip with your left hand and arm wrestle with your right. Fuck. So it was like an actual, like, some sort of Olympic fucking arm <laughs> shit. I don't know. <laughs> um, the next one was Escape from New York. Okay. Up there. One of the greatest movies of all time. Um, with um, Lee Van Cleef. Oh, yeah. You mentioned him before. Who's fucking sick. And <laughs> one, of the, one of the best parts of that is, like, pretty much at the start where... Um, he says, "Call me Snake." <laughs> say that. Yeah, <laughs> when he has like the meeting, right? Where he's about to give him, you know, like say, you know, we'll give you a full pardon if you go save the president. And um, he's talking. He's like, you know, the you know, Pliskin. Two hours ago, Air Force One crashed in New York City, and the president was on board. And you see Snake just like <laughs> sort of half in shadow sitting in the chair and he sort of leans forward with the handcuffs on, grabs a smoke off like the the little box on the table, pulls the smoke out, puts it in his mouth, then grabs a match out of like a little match like container, pulls it out and just like, it was one of those old school matches where you could strike it on anything. Oh, yeah. You know, so he just, like, strikes it on his fucking shoe or some, some shit. Lights the smoke. His eyeball. <laughs> the whole time, like, he's just he's just looking at Colonel Hauk. And blows, this, blows the match out, puts it down, looks him right in the eye and is like, the 
president of what? There's <laughs> 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 no time to be funny, Pliskin. <laughs> president of what? That was awesome. Then you had the Delta Force, which right. was basically like another... That was like an amalgamation of missing in action and the dirty dozen. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Where you've got Chuck Norris and Lee Marvin together and they go and save. It's, it's just one of those ones where like Americans have been taken hostage by the Iranians and they've got to go save their boys. Yeah. And it's one of those ones where like, you know, they're all like about to parachute out of a fucking plane. And but they've got to be they've got to do that whole patriot thing where they like look at each other and then pull like some sort of patch off the side of their arm and there's like the American flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well you need that. And they all like give each other a good nod and just like you know, for garden country. Yeah. And then parachute out. Awesome, awesome movie. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, I had that. Um, You've got to love Lethal Weapon. And Die Hard. The two of them together, probably the two best Christmas movies. That's true. Of all time. They were Christmas they movies. They were fucking Christmas movies. Even Lethal Weapon was. Yeah. I forgot that. Jeez, there's a fucking... Oh, I need to add that to the elements. <laughs> Christmas angle. Yeah. You need that. And Die Hard 2 managed to be Christmas as well. Yeah, that's true. Just to throw that in. Another one of those, like kind of obscure well I don't know if it's really that obscure but it was Cobra oh yeah I know what you're talking about I've actually never seen it that's on my list of like shit I haven't seen but it's so 80s that I need to see it and just the cover of it when I saw it in the video store years ago where there's like sly but not even sly like a kind of not even a picture like a kind of artist rendition of Mm. sly holding some ridiculous Tech 9 machine pistol with a laser sight on it as if that shit could ever, like, stay pointed at anything after you pull the trigger. It's going to go, like, all over the fucking place and shoot fucking everybody. Yeah. But still, uh, yeah, I I heard... um, Who's a bit of trivia for you? It's a bit of actual trivia on our 80s movie thing. Mm. So they asked Sly if he wanted to do what turned out to be Beverly Hills Cop. And uh, uh, he was like, yeah, I want to do it, you know, but, uh, you know, I think that my name should be, you know, the, you know, Detective Jake Cabretti, and then they could call me the Cobra. <laughs> and so the cunts went, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> and then they went, actually, you know what, <laughs> we're going to go another way with it, but, but it's okay, because we've got these other guys. They're going to write you a movie called Cobra. We're going to go over here and do Beverly Hills Cop. But you go over there, they're going to write you a movie called Cobra. And yeah, this is going to be a guy called Cabretti, and that's you. And the oh. name's Cabretti, but they all call you the Cobra. Mm. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, um... You really... No one really ever needed to know that. <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> has not enriched your life in any way, shape, or form. But anyway, it would enrich mine. Well, we had um, Predator. <laughs> yep, you've got a lot, Predator. Well, um, Jungle. Again. There you go. That pretty and much wrote the book. That one. Yeah. Predator. Fuck. That's right. You got Carl Weathers in there as well. Oh. You got Bill Duke from Commando. You've got 
Oh, you've got the governor of Minnesota. Jesse Ventura's in. I know, who's like the maddest cunt that ever lived. Goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> Blaine, you're bleeding, man. Ain't got time to bleed. I love him too. He, he like really pushed for like gay marriage to be alright in his state in America. Yeah. He was really pro that. And I'm like, I remember in the movie when you were like, bunch of slack-jawed faggots around here. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff will make you a goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus, just like me. <laughs> and then just spits his chewing tobacco out <laughs> yes. on the shoe of like the black guy. I know, as well. <laughs> yeah, Carl Weathers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty rough. Yeah, but then we had um, RoboCop. Oh, I can't believe I didn't think of that. How did I not fucking think of that? <laughs> and RoboCop Two. Yeah, we'll yeah. shake your hand. Oh, epic. Yeah, you gotta love Robocop. That yeah. had gratuitous everything. Gratuitous mm. violence, gratuitous sex, nudity. Fucking... And it, and it extreme violence. Oh, yeah. Back then. Like, I mean, that was that was one of, like, the sort of, the few um, action movies from that time that still maintained its R rating. Oh, yeah. Fucking A. All the way through. Um, and deservedly so. It still yeah. disturbs me. <laughs> Heaps of shit about it disturbs me. It's really fucking violent. But then, um, last but not least, I had to throw in um, Tango and Cash. Yeah. Ray Tango. How he loves to dance. He waltzes in and takes all my drugs. And then Tango's back out again. Well, I've had enough of this. Too much television. <sighs> Can hurt your eyes. Anyway, oh, yeah. thanks well. for being with us. Thanks, thanks, Nige. Thanks, Bulls. For uh, it's been real, yeah, it's been flash. It has been flash. So, I guess we'll do it again next time. Mm. Have something else just as deep to talk about as '80s movies. My gooch and/or your balls and vasectomy. Mm. So that's okay. the kind of highbrow shit you can expect around here. <laughs> So just, you know, get yourself psyched up. And good night. Good night. Nudge. And good night, everybody else.